Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Everybody, welcome to the What Culture Gaming podcast. I'm your host for today, Rich Hudson, joined by Ash. Hello, Millman. Ooh, must remember the surname and Josh Brown. Hello. So Scott isn't here today. Uh, last night, uh, he and Jules were in between Stupid O'Clock and Stupid O'Clock yes. to cover two of the biggest E3 conferences uh, that wasn't EA, um, <laughs> is, uh, Xbox and Microsoft Xbox, Microsoft Xbox and Bethesda had their conferences at E3 at, uh, last night or last sun- yesterday night for Xbox and then s- this morning for Bethesda, so bless them. They're probably both still in bed. I was in bed when Bethesda hence, was on. I watched why, that before I, work. I stayed up for it because oh, I'm a loser. Gosh, you did. Uh, hence why you've got me hosting the podcast today. So we are going to run down everything that was announced at the Xbox conference and also the Bethesda conference and get Ooh. a few opinions in and see what we think about X, Y, and Z. So kicking things off... Whoa! I did not mean that, but okay. <laughs> I like how you both did that. You see all the people in the crowd going, yes. how it's standing up and holding their arms together, like, yeah, Xbox. Okay, X- sure. So um, Xbox kicking things off by saying, we've got 60 games we're showing off today, which is, they said, oh, the biggest the biggest uh, amount this year, basically, because Sony aren't there. Yes, but okay. yeah, it, was, it was technically true. I'm not sure if it was technically impressive, though. There was a lot of games. I don't know how many of them I actually cared yeah, for. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I'll give them that. And then they said 34 games are available on Game Pass as mm. well, which we will get to in a bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm just going to run these down. I've got the world in alphabetical order because I'm nice and organized. Uh, some of these things we're probably just going to breeze over. So we've got things like Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition in they, 4K, like sure, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Battletoads had its first gameplay reveal. I didn't, pl- I didn't play Battletoads, so yeah. I'm not really sure on that. I'm excited for Battletoads. I think it's going to be nice. Yeah. Nice little, nice little treat, that is. A little sprinkle to the past. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm yeah. excited about It was quite exciting when they announced it. I think it was last year they revealed yeah. they were doing a new Battletoads. So yeah. we've got the gameplay. I think, did they give us a release date? I should Ooh, have written this Great down. question. I don't know. I, I think it was really 2020, but I'm not. It might have been 2020. I'm not entirely sure. 
Uh, but that seems to be uh, an Xbox exclusive, I think. Yes. Uh, next one, Blair Witch. Which is right, it's jo- Josh's favorite game of 20 whatever. <laughs> I honestly popped so much yeah. of this when this happened. It, the trailer came on it and it was really intriguing. I was like, is it Silent Hill? I was like, it can't be Silent Hill. Is it Outlast 3? It might be Outlast 3. No, it's Blair Witch and it looks damn good. I mean, when, I as soon as it kicked off, I thought, okay, it's a guy in the dark with a torch. It's Alan Wake. Mm. And then he pulls out a camera. Mm. It's Outlast. And then it was like, oh, it's Blair Witch. Well, oh, I actually, when I saw some of like the effigies and some of the iconography, I thought, this could be Blair Witch. Mm. I thought that would be ridiculous. Why would they make a Blair Witch game? And then it started doing the time loop, and I was thinking, this could be Blair Witch. I don't know why they're doing it, but I am really, really looking forward to it. Of all the games that were announced, of the 60 games that were announced, mm. this might be my third favorite of the wow. entire conference. I mean, I, I did think there's some big stuff coming out. Where's this going to rank? I tried a big, I tried the big smile the whole time. I'm like, oh, just seeing the effigy <laughs> at the end and pulling out. It's like, oh, ooh. it looks um, so similar to the. Uh, um, the second Blair Witch movie they did in 2016, like b- literally just Blair Witch. Severely so, underrated, in my opinion. Severely, severely underrated. Even by its filmmakers, underrated by them as well. But yeah, it, it reminds me of that. And if they capture that energy, that horrible, terrible, terrifying found footage <laughs> energy in a game, then it will be like the best fun, like horror game So you think this will be a sort of a game adaptation of the original story or maybe could be considered Blair Witch 3? Oh! I think it's someone just going into like Black Hills and the whole forest and Bucketsville and all that sort of thing. I've got all the names very mangled. There. <laughs> but, um, I think it's someone uh, just going in there with his dog, isn't it? So I think it's someone exploring yeah. the forest and then probably the legends of Blair Witch playing into it. I imagine it's going to be someone that may be a bit clueless going in was he going to find something maybe that would I recall him saying oh well let's go and find this or dog go and find that yeah Yeah, that is the plot of the sort of remake slash sequel so it could be going down that route which would be cool as long as they keep the Blair Witch better leave that dog alone is all I'm saying I think it was called Bullet it looked lovely don't do anything bad to <laughs> Don't it. Don't do anything yeah. to dogs. Can you pet the dog in Blair Witch? I hope so. I'm, I'm betting you can. He's your, he's your, he's your companion. What You'll have to be able to. What if he's just only for sniffing and that's it, though? Oh, that Only a hunting dog. Zero out of ten, Josh is yeah. completely uninvested it now. He was up here and now it's down there. <laughs> oh, what a shame. Next up is uh, also one of Josh's favourite people, Ninja Theory. Yes! Mm, yes. Uh, they revealed their game Bleeding Edge that we mm. did. I don't know whether you saw the leak just before the conference. Annoyingly, I did. The it was, was, it was, it was after I, I put my last minute rumours up, Rich. Yeah, I was, was really disappointed yeah. by that. Um, so Bleeding Edge appears to be a 4v4 uh, combat sort of multiplayer competitive thing. And it's like after looking at what they did with Hellblade and you think oh, I've got this really incredible studio creating AAA looking games at a very very indie s- sort of standpoint now they're doing a hero based co-op uh, co-op competitive multiplayer thing it's sort of like how late to the party does this look because that's very what I <laughs> thought when I looked at it it's like these guys seem to be very very good and they're making not an Overwatch clone not a Lawbreakers clone not a whatever clone it's just another multiplayer co-op game yeah. thing I was a little bit disappointed with that I'm not going to lie Ninja Theory after Hellblade sent you a sacrifice I thought they could have really innovated in sort of that space between AAA and indie like although I guess technically um, Hellblade was an indie it didn't mm. look or really feel like one it had the mm. production values of a AAA game like mm-hmm. you said Rich and I wanted them to sort of go down that route more but I suppose they're, they're just experimenting with a lot of things Hellblade was an experiment this is going yeah, to be an yeah. experiment like I think they're sort of just trying to find what they want to do and now they have Microsoft support I I don't I think it's quite cool that they get to do this while they're sort of trying to find what their studio mm. is if that makes sense yeah I get that I think, I think part of me saw it and thought this was Microsoft um pulling like an EA that they did with Bioware and said okay mm. now you're going to make this even though maybe you'd be better suited to make us a 
like basically like a Hellblade 2 or a Hellblade style thing as an exclusive for mm-hmm. the Xbox. This is their first game under Xbox mm-hmm. Game Studios. Maybe this could have been their sort of, I don't know, their like Santa Monica Studios sort of equivalent for Microsoft, but instead they're doing a, a multiplayer co-op clone mm. thing. It's, it's what, I'm not sure, you might be able to shed more light in this. It's one of those projects that I'm not entirely sure, sure on. I don't know whether this started production before they were bought by Microsoft and they're just sort of finishing it and then they're going to make an exclusive afterwards. It's sort of like how Obsidian were yeah. in, deep in production on the Outer Worlds and then they got yeah. bought and then they're releasing that multi-platform and then we'll get what their next big exclusive is going to be afterwards. I'm not entirely sure. I had no idea actually <laughs> know where that stands. I think it's a slight shot in the foot for Microsoft not having them do like a proper tight RPG like exactly. Hellblade. Exactly. Yeah. Proper, it's a proper like ooh, ooh I mean depending on how this gets received I've got a feeling people are going to just be like yeah whatever it's going to mm, be another battle yeah. board it's going to yeah. be another lawbreakers and it's like ah whatever like, they've kind of missed the mark on this because I mean even just generally like hero based multiplayer competitive stuff is starting to die out anyway you've got the yeah. mainstays like you've got Overwatch and you've got Siege because that could almost be considered hero shooter as it mm. were like they've got those and now you've got like the battle royale games They've got their staples now. There's no point in trying to add to it, especially not this late on. That's it. I think it's it's been quite divisive online from what I've seen, and I I, I do think Ninja Theory can do whatever the hell they want. I want <laughs> I them to if, embrace if experimentation. Stretching their wings, then absolutely, I'm yeah, for it. But like but, I said, I'm concerned. It's Microsoft saying, "Go and do this. Yes, we need one of these." I fully agree. I think it's a bit late to come into this sort of subgenre now. Yeah, but who yeah. knows? We'll find out. Okay, next up is Borderlands Three. Uh, which has got more gameplay stuff, which we all know about anyway. <laughs> and then there was the uh, the Borderlands 2 DLC that's been rumoured and leaked for ages now. That was confirmed, which is coming out, was it like now? Now it's out now, I think. Yeah. I'm almost certain. And it's free. That ties yeah. Borderlands 2 and 3 together, and they've just released the Handsome Collection yeah. on PS4. They are so and pushing the Handsome Collection and they've, yeah. they've everywhere. released on a Game Pass as well. That got uh-huh. announced as well. So yeah, they're, 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 they're setting up Borderlands 3 very, very well. It's just a shame that What's-His-Face at the top can't keep his mouth shut. Yeah, yeah. Randy Richards. Yeah, he's, he has a bit of, he's an interesting fellow, that one. Uh, Crossfire X is a game I've never heard of, even though it's a PC game. This and was it's coming to consoles for the first time ever on the <laughs> Xbox One. Yes, this was treated so strangely because um, Phil Spencer was talking about it. Like it's the maybe it's just because it's out of my sphere of knowledge or interest. But mm. I had no idea what this was. But it was treated like the biggest thing. Yeah, of all it was time. like this yeah. is this is incredibly big, and here it is now on Xbox, and it's like it's Crossfire X, and everyone just went. Who? What? Even the people in the like, crowd were like, I had no, huh? I've, I've never heard of this. I've done, and apparently it's a PC, it's a PC game, so I've, I've no idea what this is. Rich, you should know. As the, as the resident PC I gamer know here. This, but I don't know what it is. No. So that's coming That's coming to Xbox, because of course it is. Good. I think the biggest takeaway from the Xbox <laughs> conference, Cyberpunk 2077. <gasps> Boy! Oh my goodness. So we had a brand new uh, sort of narrative, and a li- not a gameplay trailer, but it had a lot of combat in it, which was very cool. You know, the, uh, the big spike the arm things that we saw right. in the initial the, the initial trailer the initial trailer in like the first ever trailer of that woman sat in the street yeah. he pulls those out and starts slashing guys like oh this is wicked he gets he gets powered down he gets strangled and it's like oh here's the title oh no wait it's rebooting you look up and who is it it's Keanu, Keanu Reeves and Reeves John brother. Wick John Wick <laughs> is in the game like. and then John Wick was on the stage oh, Keanu Reeves word. came out and oh. went cyberpunk for some oh. reason and it was the best thing of all time breathtaking he is he breathtaking is. he's unbelievable uh, he's, I love uh, him so it's just a thing like oh you know they've got they've got like Mads Mikkelsen and X, Y, and Z in, in Death Stranding it's like we've got Keanu Reeves man yep and then he comes out and goes hey you want a release date here it is and it's coming <gasps> it's coming out next year it's April uh, 16th yeah I don't believe 2020. that 2020 you now, don't people, believe it nope really what? you think they're going to delay it I think it's going to be delayed I think, I think it's, it's though just, just, go on. that's fine no yes. it's not going to be delayed 
It's not. <laughs> Is it not? It's not. It's not. Though CG Project Red have made such a thing about the whole time about being like, it's going to be ready when it's ready. We aren't going to pull you around. We aren't going to be yanking your chains. We're not mm. going to tell you anything until it is ready to come out. So for them to give a release date and it, for it to be a reasonable amount of time away, I think they've got their, their crap together. I was thinking, yeah, it's okay. I mean, as you said, if it gets delayed, then I'm okay with that because mm. it, we know that they're the kind of people to go, we'll delay it, make sure it's right. They yeah. do what Valve used yep. to do when they made games. <laughs> um, but if, if they've got like, what is it, like 10, 9, 10 months to go until the game releases, yeah. I would say the game is finished. Yeah. They're just going to do 10 months of polishing it to a mirror shine. Ooh. I hope it's so. It's going to be perfect when it releases. I don't say it would be perfect. It's going to be a lot better than we would expect from other AAA studios, obviously not CD Projekt Red specifically, but mm. like the general consensus of, oh, this is how bad games are when they launch, they're going to make sure it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. But we're getting Cyberpunk. It looked like the trailer that they showed off was so beautiful. All the way through the early part of Microsoft's conference, when I was seeing games like this be debuted, I was looking at sort of like the graphics and like the facial uh, tech that was on show mm. this, for this game especially, and I was thinking, is this, is this next-gen footage we're seeing? Mm. It was never confirmed, mm. but now we know that the next-gen is coming next year. Mm. So I'm thinking, was that sort of up for a potential Xbox, Scarlet, or we, PlayStation we'll 5 get, release. We'll get I don't to know. that, but I, th I think because of when it's launching, because it's only going to be, what, X number of months before the next gen kicks in, which mm. I said we will get to, maybe this could be a game that releases here and also on the next set, next gen systems. But then again, depending on how it goes with all the backwards compatibility, they might not need to. That's true. That is very true. Which it might just... They might have a... They'll probably give you a download to up-res everything to make it more Xbox, Scarlet, PS5, like looking mm, yeah but maybe they won't have to release it again that's quite a good point actually because i mean even now the xbox one x when you play older games on it they, mm, they it get up and that, stuff that, and it unlocks that, like that implementation is already there yeah so it would make sense to do that oh, i would i would like that more i say any more on cyberpunk no, cash it's just really it's exciting it just looks really good. I'm proper like, oh, like, <laughs> just gonna, it's gonna be amazing it just looks really good that's all i keep saying because that's it all does. i know it's the trailer looks fantastic keanu reeves confirmed there's little blades, there's shooting, there's people with all these strange enhancements on their faces. It looks like, I just want to live there. I want to live there now. Yeah. Like, I just get a get special in. edition because that's been revealed yes. as well. Yes. That's, it looks very cool. I'm, I'm just looking it. forward to having, obviously, my first person shooter. I love me a first person shooter, but of also course. just to pull out my big old scythe, like arms, <laughs> yes. just slashing at people. It's going to be absolutely it's ridiculous. It's like Dead Space stuff, isn't it? Oh, like, oh. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, next up, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. 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 Yes. I've, put, I've written it down wrong. Kakarot. <laughs> um, I am a lapsed Dragon Ball Z fan. I'm sure oh, Jules and uh, Jules and Scott were quite excited would, when that uh, came yes. out. Yeah, I, I don't know Dragon Ball whatsoever. So Look good. I'm, I'm hyped for it. It looked like an authentic recreation of the show, and it, I'm excited for it to be an RPG. Mm. It's different. It's not stepping on Dragon Ball FighterZ's toes. It's something yeah. else. But but also, it's, it's taking the same graphical cues from Dragon Ball Z because yeah. Dragon Ball Z is absolutely stunning. stunning. So the fact <laughs> they're going to take that and use that in a different genre, then that must be very yeah. good for the Dragon Ball crew. Uh, Dying Light 2 was another one we saw again, which mm. we know is coming out. I think it, said, it just says 2020. I don't think it says Spring 2020, I want to say. Okay, yeah. yeah. So we've got that coming. I mean, Dying Light's good. It's got all the branching narratives. It just gave us another trailer, really. It didn't really tell us much. It was just yeah. more just a reminder of, oh, yeah, this game is coming, by the way, this, and then just moved on. I feel like I'm very negative on this podcast today but this is what I'm a bit worried about with Dying Light 2 is mm. that Dying Light 1 Dying Light 1 I hate all of my words there yeah. is one of my favourite games of the generation I think it's so underrated I think yeah. the combat in mechanically speaking it's so sound the narrative was poor mm. so to see them doubling down on the narrative here either should instill me with hope in that they finally fixed it mm. or fear because that was not the best part of the original game yeah. but I don't know it might like lose out due to the narrative yes, being potentially. focused on more yeah. mm. I hope not but I mean the branching pathway idea looks cool 
for me, I'm kind of sick of branching pathways a little bit because I, I never, I want to just see everything in a game, okay? And I'll yeah. never go back. I know Dying Light 2, no matter how good it is, I'm probably not going to go back through and look at the other pathways and explore those. I'll watch mm. them on YouTube instead, yeah. which is a shame and it's it's sad, but it's just what video games are today, I think. Mm. I agree, but I, I, I love consequence being a part of video games and you being able to go around and have all these things be your personal experience of a mm. game and have all the branching pathways that you have chosen and yes I also do the watch on YouTube afterwards because you want to see everything it but. would be nice if they gave us a means of going back to a particular narrative like yeah. sort of fork in the road yeah. and go from there rather than go oh by the way you have to start it all again yeah. and do it all again like that would be a good way of being able to give people the whole story and not having them play the game once and then forget about it mm. so it did look quite how, good though yeah I mean, I mean, I'm intrigued I'm not like super excited I played Dying Light 1 and it is good but yeah. like I'm not like oh my god I need this so much in my life uh, next up is something that we was uh, we've been we was, we we was, was <laughs> we've had rumoured did you guys hear that? You've got people driving around loud cars. Oh my god! That's fast and furious that outside. That literally like lines up quite nicely with that one. <laughs> For the next one, but uh, Elden Ring. Yes. Hidetaka Miyazaki yes. and George R. R. Martin. We've had this rumored and leaked a lot, and yes, it was confirmed uh, last night at the Xbox conference. That's also exciting. Not really much to show to say. It was just a here's a trailer. It's coming from Hidetaka Miyazaki and George R. R. Martin. It's called Elden Ring. It's made by From Software. See it some point. Yeah. Sold. I'm done. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, all that's all people need. They just need, they just need his name, the, the, the two names from software. Yeah. Go Literally. Take that, shove it in your Elden Ring. That's I think, it. I think it's a, test, <laughs> I think it's a <laughs> testament to how good of an idea this is that even though we knew George R. R. Martin was a collaborator for months now, that mm. when his name popped up, Still felt still it. Yeah, yeah. Skills, yeah. Still they, felt they it. They did that little pause, didn't yeah. they? And then it came. I was like, that oh, little there pause. He it was is. like it was like ten minutes of just hit a Miyazaki and, and it was like, <laughs> who? Who's George R. R. Martin. I mean, that's that's fantastic. There are a lot of people getting very excited for that. I mean, another From Software game is a, is always a good time for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. As for whether it's an Xbox exclusive, we'll have to wait and see. I don't think they showed off a publisher. Um, I don't think. I don't they recall. Did. I don't think it's going to be an exclusive. No. I mean, yeah. I think I think the reason why the rumors were it was going to be exclusive is because it was going to be shown at the Xbox stage yeah, but that's yeah. only because there isn't a Sony one this year mm. but it could be Activision could be Bandai Namco we'll wait and see yeah, it could well. be I mean if, if it is Xbox then I, I'll be very surprised it would be a big get I it feel like be, it, yeah that would be one hell of a, yeah. uh, a thing I mean you know PlayStation 4 got Bloodborne it's, well, well, where's Xbox. Bloodborne 2, Rich? That well, was a I mean, long that, time yeah, ago. That's the other thing. Yeah, I mean, Xbox may have Elden Ring. We'll wait and see, but we'll, we'll find out more about that, I'm guessing, next year. I we'll, think I, I think would. That's all we're going to hear for, for, the good, for a good year. Yeah, now. for a long time now. Yeah. I would buy an Xbox for Elden Ring alone, I think. Wow. I, oh, that's a, that's a bit, to be honest, mm. I am not a big fan of From Software games, but mm. that would make me play and commit to it. Like, that's the thing, like, I'm looking at it thinking, this just could be really good, but I've got Dark yeah. Souls, Bloodborne, and <laughs> Sekiro, and I'm just like... I'm getting back into Dark Souls very slowly, but yes. like the other guys are just like, I just can't play this. Well, that's a good point, actually, because I suppose I'm the biggest From Software fan on this table. I've loved yeah. every single yeah. game they put out, and I'm so pleased that a few years ago, I just wanted them to make Dark Souls over and over again, or yeah. Bloodborne over and over again, but now I love that they're spreading their wings out. Does this still excite you in the same way? I'm ho- I mean, I, I was very excited for Sekiro right. with how they went about it differently with introducing people to how the game world worked. We're not going to talk about. We're not going to make Ash talk about Sekiro, but like depending on how it goes, if they when they show us gameplay, when they show us more of the game, if they see this is where it's going to land, because I see when people when when they do a when Miyazaki does a, a From Software game, it, it sits on a spectrum between Souls. Uh, Bloodborne and now Sekiro so yeah. it's intriguing as to where that's going to sit if it, su- if it swings more towards like Bloodborne Sekiro of like um, a very very kinetic and very very sort of welcoming but like it, le- it eases you into it a bit better mm. then that will be more on my spectrum if it turned around and went yeah it's basically Dark Souls 4 I'll be like well that's me out <laughs> Ooh, which see- 
for me, I would hope. Sorry, I just could, no. Um, for me, I would hope. Just no. No. <laughs> uh, for me, I'd hope that they would maybe, maybe, maybe mm. make it a bit more of a sliding scale of difficulty, which I know is not a From Software thing that they do, but because this has such a big pull and because it's mm. George R. R. Martin's name on it, I think they might try and make it a bit more mainstream and accessible. By to... the sounds of it, it's going to be sort of like an open world RPG. So we might be, be looking at something more like a, thing, Yeah, really. exactly. Mm. It could be I way mean, more open with and With all the conversation that was brought up by Sekiro and the accessibility difficulty, we did do a podcast mm. on this. I highly recommend listening to it because it is very good. Um, <laughs> do good that content. could be that could be something they've taken inspiration from or will swing Elden Ring in that direction, which would be great. I mean, mm. I would love that to be able to pick up a From Software game and actually play it and not feel like I'm just going to be dicked on if I haven't already played Demon's yeah. Souls and Dark Souls 1, 2, 3, Bloodborne and Sekiro. Yeah. So it would be really good if that were the case. Mm. Um, next up, a very weird one, which was rumoured as well, Forza Horizon 4 getting a Lego expansion. I'm Hooray. totally down. It looks stupid. Everything is awesome, guys. <laughs> I don't even play Forza Horizon, but I'm going to play it now. Uh, yeah. yeah, I haven't played Forza Horizon 4, but I've heard it's fantastic, so I'm, I'm going to have to pick that up. Yeah. I'd play yeah, Lego. Just, yeah. And Lego. Yeah. yeah, I'm totally down for Lego. I want that big Lego car that they brought out, because I love it every single year. It, Microsoft bring out a big flashy car and this time it was made of Lego. I yes. love the fact they didn't reveal that until after the trailer. It was like, oh, here's a car and let's keep it in shadow. Yeah. And it was like, I remember watching uh, Scott and Jules' uh, stream yesterday and when they actually did the shot after they showed the trailer and they brought the camera from behind the car, Scott was like, oh my God, it's Lego. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's so silly. It's just, oh, it's just good yeah. fun. Yeah. I think I find that really good. I think that's why people have been like, yeah, okay, I'm down for this. It's yeah. not like completely stupid. Um, next up is Gears 5. Right, which we got, which we got absolutely nothing of. Big intake no. of breath. <laughs> Both of us just, oh wow, yeah. uh, that was a weird one. I ex- consider it's out. We got a release date. It's coming out September, I think September it was tenth. Was it September tenth? Yeah, September, I don't think it was September eleventh. September 10th, right, September tenth. Um, I'm surprised that we didn't see any more story or yeah. even like proper mm. gameplay. We got a lot of cinematics. We got a lot of promises about things we'll see down the line. But we got that cool Billy Eilish trailer, which I did love. But that's just sort of a tone piece and not reflective yeah. of what we're it's actually getting. It's interesting because the first trailer we had for Gears 5 showed you the 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 main, uh, the woman in it and sort of the other guy It was going to have that mm. sort of father-son mentality we've seen in like Last of Us and God of War. Yeah. That seems to be where it was going. And this trailer was just her and lots of like shadows of faces and things and that was kind of it. And it was like, oh, yeah, sure. Mm. Ah, even, even that new mode, Escape, had just mm-hmm. a cinematic for it, which looks cool, but... Everyone was like, where's the gameplay? Yeah. We wanted, we, we've had the initial reveal, which told us a lot, and now you're telling us nothing. It's like they got the trailers the wrong way around. I agree, especially so close to launch. It doesn't yeah. sort of instill confidence. What they said instilled confidence, and I really do love the character of Kate. I like that she's getting focused on in this game because mm. JD was kind of fine, but not really as a main protagonist. I just wanted Marcus back, and I think Escape looks all right, but the way they were talking about, oh, Horde mode's back. Mm. Hard mode was back in 2008, okay? Yeah. I need something more than that to get yeah. me excited for Gears 5, even though I will buy it on launch and will really enjoy oh, it. I just feel like Gears is... Uh, Gears and Halo, to me, just feel stretched. Like, they feel stretched. Like, I feel like I've seen what they have to offer. Like, mm, I don't know. I hope that they I hope that they put it out of the bag when it comes out and they've got, like, a bit more oomph behind them that it, makes people care a bit it more. It kind of looks like they're trying to just play up on the whole... It's Gears, it's Halo. 
we know you're going to get it. Yeah. We're yeah. just going to show you what we, what we can that's, show you and you'll I mean. still buy it. It's like, no, people still want to see this in action. Like, well, that's the thing. We briefly mentioned this in the news this morning, Nash, mm. but like the way Sony have treated their franchises like that, that could have died out a long time ago. Mm. God of War, I never used to care about God of War. I used to think it was shallow and mm. not very good and didn't really like that style. The way they sort of rebooted that and brought it into sort of like the modern age. Mm-hmm. We're yet to see Microsoft do that with one of their big franchises. Yeah. They are hinting that Gears 5 and Halo Infinite will be these monumental steps in monumental sort of, I don't know, sort of soft reboots essentially of these big franchises. And yet... I have not seen enough to mm. prove that. It's just yeah. it just feels like another sequel. And se- the, I feel like God of War was an entry point for a new audience, whereas with it was Halo, perfect. yeah, with Halo and God of uh, Gears of War, it's it's very much a continuation of the old stuff. Like it keeps yeah. on going and going and going. Whereas I think if they actually just go right, okay, everyone can jump in here. It's not like Gears of War Five. It's Gears of War this. I think that would be preferable. But you know what? I'm talking about my butt because we don't know until we get there and it could be amazing we so. could have a new trailer before it comes out I mean I'm guessing the Microsoft are going to push like 4,000 different trailers for, for Gears 5 come September come late August yeah. so yeah. we'll have to wait and see what happens on that front uh, Gears Pop for iOS and Android no <laughs> let's move on that's enough for uh, me Jim we will talk about Halo but we'll talk about that in a bit uh, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga all nine films in Lego <laughs> I was very excited for that I'm not gonna lie this was a roller coaster ride for me Rich because it came up and I thought oh Lego Star Wars and then by the end of the trailer I was going yes Lego Star Wars give me it all I, I'd heard rumours about there being uh, The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker being mm. made into Lego games because I'm not gonna lie I got Lego Force Awakens on launch and I loved it to bits mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. a lot of, it's a Lego Star Star Wars game they're great fun but the fact they're doing the last two films and they're putting all nine into one game it's good stuff I played the hell out of Star Wars Lego Star Wars the complete saga on the PS2 so it's like I'm looking forward to having all of them again me too I think it looks lush my only my only issue is that I wish it was coming sooner I wish it was coming out for like the final movie because I would be on a Star Wars hype and I would be playing everything but at least I've got Fallen Order to uh, satiate which we will get to I was gutted that uh, they didn't do Last Jedi Lego straight away yeah I'm surprised because I I really 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 liked Force Awakens on uh, Lego Force Awakens Uh, next up we've got the Microsoft Flight Simulators getting a new game uh, which I know is very very niche especially for you guys but I know that it's got a huge following and it did look very very nice it's coming to PC and it's coming to Xbox well, which it's, t- it's tickling various fans pickles do you like this? do you like Flight Simulator? no I've not played this it. seems oh. like your sort of new, it is very like, much my kind I was, I was watching trying to think yeah I can play this yeah I, literally, <laughs> yeah, I can play this no I don't play I don't play Flight Sim but I turned to my girlfriend last night when we were watching it and I went Rich would love this <laughs> <laughs> so to find out you don't Rich is very disappointing I've not played yeah. it I mean I'll, I'll give it a bash I'll absolutely give it a bash I need a new PC I honestly give it thought a bash. you and Ozzy would be popping to each other about it I mean, all the time. It's, it's one of those things like, I was watching the trailer thinking, yeah, I, can, <laughs> I could get my flying around looking at stuff. Like, yeah, this is, this is my kind of thing. It's probably an absolute bitch to control, mind you. Absolutely. My word. Uh, we've got Minecraft Dungeons, yeah. which is their Diablo clone, because of course. I'm excited for that. I like, everyone's I look, doing look, Diablo clones. I like Microsoft. Minecraft? Minecraft. Minecraft. Mi- I mean, I Minecraft, like Minecraft is great. Little dungeon crawling. awesome. And the fact they're doing, the fact they're doing a, another game within that... Um, that universe. I mean, the only other thing they've done outside of just Minecraft itself was the Minecraft story mode with Telltale, which yeah. I don't really think people cared about. I think it was good, but it didn't sell well. No, it's Telltale, isn't it? It's a very, it's still a point and click kind of style thing. It's still mm. quite niche, even now, even though they've had the massive success with The Walking Dead, it's still not great, hence why Telltale was. Yes. Um, but yeah, it, it looks kind of cool. I've, I'm not really one for dungeon crawlers. I've not really played them, so it doesn't really bother mm. me. But, but I know as a Minecraft fan, not on the level of some Minecraft fans, getting anything new Minecraft-wise, even completely new yeah. is exciting for anyone so that's oh, quite cool to see half the fun of Minecraft is going to find the, the little like underground caves and 
mining them and getting all the ore and everything. So having just a pure dungeon crawl having all like the way a, through like that. Find like yeah. f- experience in Minecraft just must be it's amazing. Like, I don't have to dig the hole. I'm just in there. I'm already there. That's fine. Uh, next up is Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Well, this is a big rage game, isn't That's it? Yeah. This is, this so is, is Rage's thing. I feel like a, we're, we're under equipped to talk about we this. Did. We've got a release date for that for 11th of Feb next year. Mm. Delicious. It's got people very excited. It's a, Metro, it's a Metroidvania, isn't it? Mm. It's considered a Metroidvania style yes. kind of thing. It looks beautiful. It's going to be great. So you're going to hear a lot more from Rage yes. than that yeah. come next February. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash boast. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. Uh, next up, we have got the Fantasy Star Online 2, which was a, a big online RPG uh, helmed by Sega, which I'm guessing you guys probably haven't heard of. I only just about know about it. Um, no. no. It is, it's been in the East for a long time. It's like the biggest RPG in uh, in the Asian markets, and they're releasing it in the West, only, on North, only in North America, only on the Xbox One. So RPG fans, JRPG fans, JMMORPG fans are yep. very excited for this, but then... There are still people tweeting, like, UK journalists just like, so, so where's our launch? Because it's literally <laughs> yeah. just North America and Xbox One, unless right. I'm mistaken. Well, this is, this is an interesting thing, because although I don't know anything about the game itself, uh, I'm not going to talk about the game itself, but I mm. think it is indicative of how Microsoft has sort of changed their partnerships recently. They yeah. have tried to broaden their horizons and bring a lot of these games that you wouldn't usually associate with the Xbox brand mm. to the Xbox, and the fact that they're on this stage welcoming Sega back, for instance, yep. for like the first time in a long time, in making these partnerships happen and getting them only on Xbox, mm. it, even though it, obviously it means nothing to a player like me it will mean something to a lot of other people who may not have been interested in the brand before now it's microsoft kind of realizing that the the asian market of games stuff that we would normally expect to only release over there and releasing over here they realize that people they can tap into this like yeah. things like um, yakuza releasing over here because yeah. that was a pr- apparently like originally only only in the east uh there was something else i was going to say as well like persona games and stuff like mm. that all this really really heavy like jrpg stuff it's got and it's got an audience over here and they know that so bringing fantasy star online too apparently that's a really big deal for the jrpg fans you'll have to let us know yeah. like where that stands for you if you are a fan of these things but just seeing the reaction it had it's like 
this is apparently a very good thing. Yeah. Uh, next up is uh, a reveal that Xbox Game Studios have another studio under them, which is now Double Fine. Yes. And they are they showed off a new trailer for Psychonauts 2, which looks yes. to now be being published by Xbox Game Studios, if I'm not mistaken, but it opened with <laughs> Xbox Game Studios Presents and then showed the yes, trailer. Yes, you mentioned this, Rich. What does this mean? Does that mean it's an exclusive this now? This could mean Ooh. it's an exclusive. I don't know Ooh. whether Psychonauts had already been specified as an exclusive for... Uh, Xbox will not I don't think it had or it might might not or it might not have actually said where it's releasing we just know it was coming at some point so maybe that was already in the bag and it was only now they revealed that Psychonauts 2 was coming to the Xbox but that's not entirely sure yet Um, I don't know whether we got a release date for that I think we might have done I actually don't think we did but I don't think we did either I'm I'm drawing blanks yeah, but anyway, like so, Double Vine are now under Xbox Game Studios with a uh, what's his name, Tim Schafer. Tim Schafer, that's it. He came out and was just lovely. Had some nice banter, nice fella. Didn't he? Yeah. he did. So yeah, we got Psychonauts two coming. Uh, RPG Time: The Legend of Right was that very strange looking notebook style game. Mm. Yeah, that trailer told me nothing. I had no idea what it was. <laughs> no, no, nor I. It looked looked fun though. An experience. That's yes. all it is. Okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, sea of Thieves is getting a new expansion. Woohoo! Did this happen in the conference? Lovely. Apparently. I think, did it? Great. I must have like, got, made got, a drink was, or something when this was Xbox happening. I missed said, Xbox said they announced something about Sea of Thieves. Obviously, it was that minute and no one really right. cared that we yeah. can't remember Excellent. seeing it. Uh, Spiritfarer is, a, is the 2D side-scrolling sort of uh, build-your-boat kind of thing we saw. It was quite early on in the um, the, the thing, in the, in the conference, sorry. So I'm not really sure about Me. that, to be honest. It's, it's one of those things where I think when the game comes out, people play it and realize, oh, it's got this really good message to it, then more yeah. people might be invested. Kind of yeah. like a Celeste, kind of like a Gris yeah. Yeah. style thing. We'll wait and see what happens on that. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, this here he looks is. so good. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Uh, did you watch EA's? I did. Uh, just that first half an hour. So thankful they just put it there because I yeah. didn't watch any other chuff. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order looks incredible it looks ace i think it looks like a lot of people saying a natural sort of progression of the old um, jedi knight games and jedi mm. academy games and i think it looks delicious like the storytelling looks really good i think mm. the worlds look really nice i think the combat looks weighty and i'm gonna say it dark souls-esque G- genuinely when we because uh, it was actually rage rage and i were actually watching the ea one together mm. um so we saw the jedi fallen order stuff at the same time and it was like this looks like uncharted meets sakiro yes in terms of it's yes. like in terms of like a lot of the um jumping and climbing on walls and vines swinging and stuff like that and then the combat looking really really quite very precise very grounded yeah. as somebody that obviously like I said don't, not really into Sekiro as much having it in this capacity knowing it's not going to be like Sekiro this is going to be fantastic I agree I mean like you said the Uncharted comparison is so there when you jumped on the vine and then you come down for like the swinging lightsaber attack that looked all over wall. like <laughs> Uncharted 4 when you do the exact same thing but you come down with a punch I, I'm here for that I think yeah. they've been trying to make an Uncharted Star Wars game for so long and so many have been cancelled <laughs> it feels like the exact right time within the canon to do yeah. it as well yeah so it's very exciting I think it annoys me about um, Fallen Order is the fact that you look at it and think EA are like yeah we're doing this now and it's like but you should have yeah. realised this before you canned Visceral Games and that yeah. game like why yeah. it's coming it's here it's yeah we're getting our can dispute that it's looking really good uh, we're still getting uh, pre-order cosmetics of course I mean yeah, yeah. who yeah. wants an orange lightsaber guys me, me. I actually do me. I actually really want Goodness an orange say, lightsaber Josh, you are the problem I know I am I'm you so sorry but Rich it's an orange lightsaber. <laughs> so you're looking forward to first Star Wars Jedi? I actually am, yeah. I think it's going to be good. I think uh, there's so many Star Wars games that actually absolutely knock it out of the park that mm-hmm. I'm quite excited to see another one. 
Oh, I think this. I think if anyone's going to be able to do it, it's Respawn. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they have not let me down yet. Even when I thought they were going to let me down with Apex Legends, yeah. they did and not this, let me down. And this is their first game that's not an FPS. So this is a new this is a new kettle of fish for them, but it looks to be they're taking inspiration from Uncharted, from Sekiro. They're looking in all the right places to make this game something really quite special. And lest we forget, the story mode for Titanfall 2 is low-key one of the best first first-to-shooter campaigns but, uh, of the generation. I so I believe they can do a single-player very well. So yeah, I think... Like, Jedi Fallen Order is coming out in October, November. November. So that's going to be that's going to be very very good. Uh, next up, State of Decay Two Heartland expansion. I've not played it. A game I've always wanted to get around to playing yeah. and then just never have. It looked exciting from what I can gather. This is sort of the story mode that should have been there at launch, but yeah, it's, it's I cannot I cannot comment on it too much <laughs> as I haven't played it. Yeah, Tales of Arise is another one from Bandai Namco, which just looks very. It's very, very Japanese, yes. I think. Mm. It's, I've no idea what's going on. It's not my kind of thing. Yeah. I, at first, I thought it was a Nino Kuni remaster because we've heard musings of a, of a Nino Kuni remaster. Yeah, sorry. The musings. Two of the wiggly fingers here. Um, I thought that was what that was, but no, it was it was another... I think it's an action RPG. I'm going to take a random guess and say it is. Yes. I, okay. <laughs> uh, next up is Outer Worlds, which uh, Xbox actually opened with. Which was cool. Yes. Which was a is, strong way to open. Yep, which is Obsidian's uh, new RPG, first-person shooter. It's the, the, the greatest of Fallout New Vegas and the original creators of Fallout yeah. so basically X interplay people teaming up and doing this we heard about this last year uh, and it looks good a bit cheeky them opening with it when it's not their exclusive to be like, I know. Oh, look at all yeah. this stuff that's I mean, coming I, 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 I had a feeling they would have closed with Halo which they did but mm -hmm. I didn't expect them yeah. to open with a game that wasn't actually exclusive yeah. I thought like because they opened saying hey we're going to do loads of exclusives Here's one that's not. Yeah, I know, cool. I know, I know. It looks good though. It does look good. It looks yeah. really good. It does. It's a good way to associate Obsidian with their brand. Like I'm sure yeah. this is going to be an excellent RPG. Obviously, there are the fans sort of. I don't know. Fa the fans behind it are mm. like so vocal and so passionate mm -hmm. about this game that even if it is an, ex an exclusive, Obsidian are now owned by Microsoft, so mm. they can easily go look how good this game looks. Look how good their future games might look for our Xbox. Before they they become a purely Xbox studio, at least as far as we know. See, we, mm. we need to see how Microsoft are going to go about going to other platforms. Yeah, they have said they're going to experiment with it. Uh, Twelve minutes. Was I by Anna, Anna Perna Interactive? Yes. Are they the people who did What Reminds of Edith Finch? They... Ooh, I, think, I don't think so, but maybe. I think they were. I'm not sure. Interesting. But that seems to be a Groundhog Day, very gritty. It's an th interactive thriller, I think they yeah. called it. Yeah. And it was like top down and playing through the events of the same 12 minutes, I guess, over and yeah. over again. It looked, didn't tell us much, no, but it looked very cool, very gritty, like very <laughs> yes. hard-hitting at times. Yeah. It, it did this really cool thing that really engrossed me at the time. It's because it started obviously top-down from quite far away, and then it, the entire trailer was sort of one shot, and it just kept pulling it, you into this room, and I yeah. thought, that is so good, and I'm so stressed. invested. I am stressed. Starting yeah. with a frame that small and zooming all the way in reminds me of the opening of Resident Evil. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> just to taint it. <laughs> just to taint it. Uh, Wasteland 3 is another I think that's also original creators of Fallout I want to say or oh, it's very it's it's very much inspired, inspired by, by yeah. the OG yeah. Fallout we knew Wasteland 3 was coming at first it looked like Rage 2 yeah. like it was yeah. like hey here's all this snow and ice and then here's all the neon it's like oh great here we go Ooh. and then it, was, it turned out to be Wasteland 3 I mean I think yeah. Jules is very into the Wasteland games and when he saw that trailer he was like oh Oh, that was Wasteland. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I must admit, I don't know. I'm not entirely familiar with them, but I know mm. enough about the the first two, the second one especially. And when that was announced, I was kind of surprised that it was Wasteland. If yeah. that makes sense, but I think people are concerned about a potential tonal shift. It's right. like the, whole, the other ones are all in deserts, aren't they? And it's proper like yeah. Mad Maxi sort of vibe for them to go into the like take this long to come back to it and do it all in the snow is a very interesting. Yeah, because what I've seen of Wasteland Three up to this point, it all looks to be in the same sort of narrative and sort of thematic. Vein 
insane as the first two, which is yeah. more gritty. And then this is like, oh, we've got this drunk guy, you know, there's neon and people wearing masks and Ooh. stuff. And it's like, oh, great, okay. Testing the waters. Mm. Yeah, it looks interesting. And uh, finally, is Way to the Woods, which was the uh, the deer with the glowing uh, Oh, it was antlers. pretty. Yeah. It looked very pretty. pretty. Really I mean, I'm pretty. intrigued as to like how that... Whether I'm assuming it's a game with a really, really good message behind it because it just it screams, yeah. "I've got a message to tell. I've got a story to tell you. I've got. I want. I want to make you feel this." Yeah, and it just looks really, really cool. Basically, listen, Microsoft. If one of those deer dies, I am not buying an Xbox Scarlet. Don't, if one don't, of them dies, that's me and you done. That's don't me kill and you the deer. Three. Don't kill the dog in Blair Witch. Oh, I'm gonna. Come fear. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So quickly looping back round, uh, Halo Infinite. We had uh, a big old trailer with Chief floating in space, yep. like it's the beginning of Avengers End. <laughs> Avengers End. <laughs> uh, and we have found out that uh, Halo Infinite is going to be a launch title for the Xbox mm-hmm. Scarlet. Exciting. Yes. Is it? Yes. In a way. Right. I don't think because I don't think the Xbox One launched with the Halo game, did it? It didn't launch with Guardians. Ooh, uh, no, it remember. didn't. No, it was a few. And I think no, they, if they know. launched with a Halo game when the Xbox after the whole kerfuffle of the Xbox One launch, they might have been a bit more stable. But I think they realised yeah. we need to launch this with an Xbox with a Halo game because obviously the original Xbox launched with Combat Evolved and yeah. Halo and Halo Three launched with the 360. Or did it? No, it didn't. No, it didn't. It was a few years uh, afterwards. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Shut up, Rich. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it's good that they're going to do another Halo game to open a new a whole new generation of consoles. Mm. Uh, and I'm personally excited to actually play through all the Halo games properly on PC. Of course, yeah, they also announced that. bringing that out. We'll talk about that in a sec. But Xbox Scarlet has been confirmed for holiday 2020. Exciting! Ninth gen is coming. Yeah. It's happening. It, it's ex- exciting. It's what lines up with all the rumors. I was quite surprised at how close the Xbox Scarlet look, well, working title, mm. uh, Scarlet looks with, looks to, oh my God, looks against the PlayStation 5. <laughs> they are both very similar consoles. They yeah, are both they're, they're focusing both, on similar things. Both working with AMD, which is a big deal yeah. on yeah. the internals. Yeah. Uh, I do have some bits and bits and pieces down here it's a, it's a Zen 2 and Radeon RDNA from AMD so they're I know this means nothing to me Absolutely too. basically all of their, all you're of their, the nodding sagely does like, that yes, mean I good understand. graphics Rich it does mean good graphics Get Josh uh, like they said on the on the trailer um, it's four, uh, four times as powerful as the Xbox One X yeah and that's very exciting but they're, they're going along with AMD they're going on with top end stuff because they're doing ray tracing uh, which is a very, very, very strenuous thing in terms mm. of hardware. So the fact they're going to do some of that is is very, very exciting, actually. It's going to look very, very good. Uh, variable refresh rate up to 120 FPS, That's which good, is a it? very big selling That's point. Good. But I hope people realize that there's a big chance their TV only supports 60. <laughs> so well done, Microsoft. And also 8K resolution. Well, it's, it's, like, it's exciting, but it's very much a future-proofed console, isn't it? Which yeah. is good, which is what we want. Absolutely, but yes. It's, it's the fact that a lot of those features won't be there at launch for a lot of people anyway, yeah. especially people like me. It's still, I mean, I'm, I'm quite happy uh, as a PC player when I was watching that trailer to see that they weren't trying to sell you on stupid buzzwords and stupid gimmicks. When they first announced... They said loads of stupid no, this, buzzwords this is, to this me. Is all, this is all actual... I know you really understand. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is real stuff. <laughs> like, back, when they, back when they announced the Xbox One X and they were like, we've got pure uncompressed pixels and this many teraflops hey. of stuff and it's like what are you talking about (laughs) you're just saying big words and make people think oh this thing's really powerful it looks like they're taking themselves a bit more seriously they're not trying to sell you a gimmick 8k Mm. is is still a bit much in my opinion 4k they still need to actually nail i need to ask is this really dumb question but 
isn't 4K TVs the thing now? Isn't everybody buying 4K TVs? Do they not go up to 8K? No. Will no. To, well, we now need 8K TVs as you well. You now right? need 8K yes. TVs. 8K TVs are starting to become more popular, but the thing is, even TV films and stuff, even they're not looking at 8K yet. So the whole 8K stuff, that is the, the big gimmick they're trying to sell you. 120 hertz of 120 frame rate, 120 FPS may not have a 120 hertz TV. It's like that kind of negates that. It's like playing um, a 4K game on a 1080p TV. It's mm. limited by what the TV can do. Yeah. And I don't know how many TVs out there actually do have a 120 hertz refresh rate. So that that particular selling point there is like, yes, it's there. And yes, they're not joking, but you're not really going to be able to use it unless you have a 120 hertz TV. <laughs> he's, so. he's a counterpoint. And he's why I'm excited and why I'm pleased they're doing it. Because when we got the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One, mm. they were underpowered at the time, especially compared to like yes. PC. Uh, and, and you knew back then that it wasn't going to last as long as the yeah. Xbox 360 generation mm-hmm. did. You just knew because these, these this, this tech was going to be outdated. Whereas if you at least future-proof it, it might mean I don't have to pony up more money for another <laughs> Xbox One X I mean, or a PlayStation you, you 5 Pro. You didn't need to buy a PS4 Pro, did you, Josh? Well, well, the marketing psychological uh, attacks <laughs> worked on me, I'm afraid. No, you ab- got got. <laughs> you are absolutely right. The fact that they're going to future-proof their systems now is a big deal because, as mm. I've said, looking back at the old, looking back at the original 8th gen consoles, they were so more, so much underpowered compared mm. to what was actually on the market at the time. Uh, so the fact that they're going to go ahead with this, same with the PlayStation 5, they're going with AMD, they're going with Ryzen, they're doing ray tracing. RTX in the PC landscape is the current thing. Mm. So the fact that they're jumping on that straight away is a big deal. And I'm really happy that console players aren't going to be left in the dark anymore. Yes. And yeah. left in left in the past. Even just the SSDs being used in a, in the consoles, like and you can use SSDs in in consoles <gasps> now if you know how to, if you know how to install them yeah. but like yeah. doing it from the off that's a that's a great thing for, for yeah. all console games. It sounds very impressive like to me which means nothing. But like <laughs> I'm 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 convinced there's a certain point where there's so many pixels that your eyes can't even take them in. I can only see in 720 like oh. <laughs> <laughs> need your eyes tested yeah. mate. But yeah the Xbox Scarlet is coming in uh, holiday 2020 so we're going to I'm going to take a random guess and say November 2020 because that's normally when the new consoles release or how it's how yeah. it's been for the last few generations worth of stuff which means we should hear something from PlayStation soon. Yes. I'm assuming they're going to do play, the PlayStation experience in like November time. Yeah, like I they think kind that of might have be to. Yeah. If they're allowed to do it. Imagine if they re- revealed the new console in a state of play. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> How many people would not care about the PlayStation 5? But that's really interesting. Uh, finally, just wrapping up Xbox quickly because we've still got to get Beth- through Bethesda. Oh my God, oh Rick. Um, this is a long podcast. It is a long podcast. Um, the xCloud streaming service is coming. Uh, they didn't talk about their partnership with Sony, interesting. I thought no. they might have name dropped no. them, but the xCloud stuff is coming. It's starting previews in October, uh, and there's that kind of a Stadia thing mm. they're going to try and combat against. But very, a very interesting thing they said was either you can use the xCloud data centers or you can use your own console and basically have in-home, in-home streaming, kind of like how yeah. PlayStation rolled out yeah. onto um, certain iOS and Android devices, so that you can just stream your games to anywhere on your phone, but you can either use your home console for free or you can use the uh, the data center, which I'm getting free as well, but I mean, is and you can use your own console, but mm-hmm. we're not going to charge you more for mm-hmm. that. So that's very exciting to come forward. There's actually a lot of streaming stuff to talk about. Yeah, uh, that, that I mean, if that works properly, I'm kind of in. I think remote play is the future. I don't want to really play. We were talking about this this morning. Yeah. I don't want to play a Fable Four on my phone or on any sort of device yeah. on a train or something. But I do think the accessibility of remote play in general is potentially the future. I love the Switch because I can undock it from the telly and just play it on the couch or play it wherever I want mm-hmm. and have a great experience. I don't trust that streaming is there quite yet. I don't know if that's the answer, but I think with Microsoft having Google breathing down the next and now partnering with Sony, Mm. might be able to get there and 
Oh, it just stresses me out. It just stresses me out thinking of streaming something like really far away, like or someone there. It's, what if it cuts out? What if <laughs> I had this whole thing? Right, right. Had this whole thing. This isn't anything to do with streaming. It was on a Wi-Fi connection that kept dropping out. I was playing Venture Time Card Wars. Got all these great cards. Got a Sand Angel. Was really excited. Came back to my phone. Wiped everything. Wiped oh, all my experience no. because it hadn't saved because the connection was dodgy. What if the connections are dodgy? What if, what if the connections are dodgy, Rich? I'm not sold on streaming anyway, but the fact, that the fact that they're making steps to make sure they've got it is, is very, very good. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, very quickly, let's quickly breathe through, breeze through Bethesda because we are over more than we should have been. Uh, Fallout 76 is getting some updates. Uh, Woo! It's, getting a, it's, getting a battle, it's getting a battle royale mode. Well, hey, Woo! no one cares. Moving swiftly on. Uh, Wastelanders DLC is coming, which means they're adding human NPCs back into the game. Woo! A whole new quest uh, and what, that, uh, that's full, me a bit, full yeah. dialogue trees similar to Fallout 3 and New Vegas not the streamlined version in Fallout 4 mm. they, that is a very very good move for Fallout 76 it is I have def I've defended the game as much as it deserves to be defended <laughs> yeah. but honestly this is the point when it's like this is it's making me think I'm going to yeah. play this when, when this DLC comes out I'm going to give it another go that's what I thought as well and I, I don't want to think that because I think they've handled it so poorly I don't think they could just sort of come out and be like whoa there's NPCs in there yeah. now everyone Applaud us for it. That yeah, kind of yeah. should have been there. It is a, a bit late to the party, but the fact that they're doing it, they were very yeah. open in saying, "Yes, you guys hated this game. Yes, yeah. you told us, but we're going <laughs> to actually sort this out." And yes, they should have done it to begin with. But as I said, I, th I genuinely think the Bethesda team mm. really do give a crap about this game. Yes, and the fact that they just haven't gone, "Oh, okay, never mind. No, let's just let's just bin it." Um, they're, they're, they're bringing something back into it that I think they're going to get people into it and it's a free week to play this week Yeah, you can download that, and play for free that's good that's nice I think it's like the Elder Scrolls in it when they had the Elder Scrolls online that was mm -hmm. absolutely like trash to begin with and then they've grown and developed and become a real solid like, a very passionate fan base because yeah very quickly they are doing a new expansion for Elder Scrolls online yeah. uh, people were very 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 excited about that yeah um, there's new stuff coming to Elder Scrolls Legends, the card game. There's more stuff coming to Elder Scrolls Blades. That's coming to the where Switch is as well. Yeah. Elder Scrolls Six. Elder Scrolls Six is apparently where being is working it? on along with where Starfield, but we're not where hearing any more about it. They didn't say they weren't <laughs> going to say anything about it, but moving swiftly on again, Shinji Mikami turned up and showed off Ghostwire Tokyo, and it was the best. Yes. I am so here for this game. I'm a bit disappointed it wasn't Evil Within Three, but I'm Getting also a new Shinji Mikami. Exactly. I'm, I'm here for a new IP from Tango Gameworks, and it looked spooky and weird. I've got no idea what's going on. Kind of, <laughs> and I have no idea what's about. Death <laughs> yes, it actually is. It even had the people being raised into the sky yeah. behind them. So I think it looks cool. I think that studio, even though they don't put out like pitch perfect 10 out of 10s, there is such a creative ambition behind their titles yeah. that is so infectious and mm -hmm. makes me want to play every single game they create. Speaking of games you like to play, Arcane, the people yes, behind the Prey were. reboot, have debuted Deathloop, which is Groundhog Day, the shooting game. Well, it's funny you should say this as well, Rich, because um, I love Prey, but I also love Prey Mooncrash, the DLC that released for that game, yeah. which was based on a very similar premise where you kept going into this, into the moon base, and every single time you die, you sort of restarted, but then your progress and what you did in the world was kind of carried over. Yeah. So I think that was sort of a prototype for this experience, which is quite cool because that was really it good. Does and very, it does look very cool, but like in a narrative sense, I'm intrigued as how it's going to play out mm. in yeah. any capacity. But I was I was, I was was surprised that they had something to show because I genuinely thought they were going to show off another Prey DLC. I'm not yeah. going to lie. That's what I thought it was at first. I, I thought it was so similar to it and then I was pleased it wasn't because they do great games and I just want them to sell as well yeah. as yeah. they are. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens with Arcane because obviously they've, they've been helping out on Wolfenstein Cyber Pilots and Wolfenstein Youngblood. When the guy came out and said, we've got two new Wolfenstein games to show you. And it's like, these are the two we showed you last year. I was like, oh, cool, <laughs> thanks. Um, Cyber Pilot is some VR stuff for you, Josh. It is. I have, I'm going to, I'm sorry, but I've never played any of the Bethesda VR stuff. I've never played Doom VFR. I haven't played... Who are well, you? I haven't played this. I I'd say, yeah, I think I've so. I, I think that's a good thing because I don't really think they've, they've, they're they not really there as 
proper VR experiences. They're just yeah. like, hey, have a chunk of Doom and then just play Fallout and Skyrim in VR. It's like, okay. okay but cyber, cyber pilot taking control of a big old Nazi mech and killing Nazis, it should be fun. Yeah, to be fair, that... It's, it, yeah. They did yeah, make a big yeah. deal of like killing Nazis, killing Nazis. <laughs> Nazis are bad. <laughs> like uh, that was that was, that was very very prominent. Uh, and then Wolfenstein Youngblood, the co-op shooter, is coming out. Uh, both of them are coming out in July actually, and that looks really fun. I'm, I'm intrigued to give it a go. Yeah, nice little half step. I mean, the wolf boy, the, the wolf boy, eh? The wolf cub. Um, He's hairy the, as well. Uh, <laughs> that's the joke. That's the joke. That's the joke. The old blood is massively underrated. Their little half step thing between Wolfenstein one and two. So I'm looking forward to giving uh, Youngblood a go. Uh, Rage 2 is getting some DLC. Need some more stuff in there because the game is hollow as anything. Um, Orion gaming st- game streaming developed by id is working at a game engine level to minimise latency so that will prove, prove that streaming is worth it for you Ash. If it works better from the literally from inside the game itself. As soon as I do not lose supposedly my what sand angel. Yeah, basically, uh, when they brought out, uh, they brought a woman on with a controller on a phone. She was playing Doom 2016. It looked very, very good. Whereas when you look back at the Stadia reveal, it looked a bit more choppy. Yes, yeah. it did look pretty. It looked pretty damn good. I'll give him that. Well, um, Rich, I remember when the Kinect looked really good. Okay, that's all I'm saying. That was a <laughs> long time ago. Oh, oh my God. Throw it into the Microsoft bin. are still listening to you, Ash. <laughs> They're still listening. <laughs> oh God. Um, Commander Keen is getting a mobile game. That, that was, was probably the biggest, like, <laughs> I don't know, terrible thing they did. That's God, it's like, oh, we're bringing back Amanda Keen. Cool. It's a it's a mobile game that you know to be rife with microtransactions, and everyone's just like, oh, cool. <laughs> I'm here for it. That's that's high banter by Bethesda. Yeah. <laughs> banter Thursday. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Finally, 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 the biggest thing I was looking forward to last night: Doom Eternal has a release date of it November 22nd. So do it looks so much fun. The, I do I do have. Two little caveats with it though from oh, the no. game that we saw. Come and on. This annoys me. This really annoys me. I don't like Doom Guy grunting when he gets hurt. <sighs> Interesting. It <laughs> makes it makes it, him it makes him sound more human. I love the fact that he was just this silent protagonist, did nothing. He just killed stuff. So hearing him going, ugh, ugh. When he's three out of hurt. ten. Three out of ten. I was ten. like, terrible. It just took me out of it. I just didn't like I didn't like the fact he was grunting. I just I was yeah. like, yeah, he takes damage, yes, of course he will. And yes, he should react to it. But he's the Doom Slayer. There's yeah. gonna be Doom guy. He shouldn't have to be oh god. That's no. what's gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's already wearing like a tank top of armor, isn't he? Got his arms out. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> uh, and uh, the only other thing was the uh, the UI looks nowhere near as nice as it does in the first game. It looks a bit more like not messy, but it's a looks more clunky and big and mm. colourful than it really needs to be. That's a very me This criticism. is why I love yeah. you, Rich. It's like, I've, I have two problems with Doom Eternal, <laughs> the grunts and the UI. <laughs> <laughs> Do you expect anything less, Josh? No. Uh, and also, there's the, they, they debuted the new battle mode multiplayer, mm. which is two big, uh, two uh, human-controlled demons who can spawn demons in. It's like strategy versus skill, they were calling it, one Doom Slayer. And that looked kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of in the same way that people can join your actual campaign game and spawn as demons as well, like they could. They showed off last year it's, uh, I think it was QuakeCon they showed it. Doom's multiplayer, very, very underrated. So I yeah. hope it's more expansive in the sequel. And, that's coming out like this year. and the special edition comes with a helmet. Again in November, isn't it? Is this November, November as well? November 22nd, yes. Well, I can't, I don't have enough room There's gonna be in my so body going on. for these games. I need, I need to get a new PC ball by then. A I'm helmet uh, from a Doom, Bethesda. A Doom guy, oh yeah. Oh no! Are that's gonna sh- be a that's gonna be a baseball oh, cap. That's gonna be a baseball cap. <laughs> Doom Slayer baseball cap and a and a plastic carrier bag. Yeah. <laughs> but that is everything that we can cover from Xbox and Bethesda at E3 2019. Tonight is going to be Ubisoft. Uh, if you were looking forward to our stream, I'm afraid we're not doing one anymore oh. uh, due to various circumstances. But you can still uh, tune in on tune in tomorrow for our coverage of the event that had been. We're still doing all of our videos on Ubisoft and stuff like that. And also tomorrow, uh, Rach and I will be doing the Nintendo Direct. 
What are you excited for, Rich? What are you excited for? Mario Kart 9, please. (sighs) I don't know. (laughs) Mic drop. But yes, uh, thank you everyone for listening or watching if you are on the What Culture Gaming podcast channel. Please do let us know in the comments what you thought about E3, what do you thought about Xbox, what do you thought about Thursday. If you want to come and find us on social media, you can follow me at PickupChangeToe. At Ash Millman. At Josh Brune with two O's on the bit. R- on the Brune. <laughs> yeah, the Brune bit. I like bit. how I had to specify to you that you've got, you've got another you O in You've messed me up ever since you mentioned <laughs> you it, got anywhere. But thank you, everybody, for listening. I uh, hope you enjoy E3, what we've got left. We've still got Square and and Ubisoft and Nintendo and oh, it's all coming. Uh, and it's all the PC Gaming Show tonight, which only, only I care about. <laughs> uh, but thank you, everyone, for listening and all watching. And we'll see you very soon. Bye! Bye. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is Bachelor Clues from Game of Roses, of course, and I want to talk about Club Med. Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from beachside destinations in the Caribbean and Mexico to exotic locations like the Maldives and Morocco or even the mountain destinations like Japan and the European Alps. Dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.